Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Transformational Tuesdays, where everyday choices can transform your life. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton, and I'm here with intuitive healer, Elisa Nicole. Call 516-418-5651 at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time with your questions, and let Elisa guide you into transformation. We'll take your calls for the next 30 minutes at 516-418-5651. So sit back and prepare yourself for the real deal. Well, hello and good morning, everybody. Uh, Elisa, how, wait a minute, I gotta turn on your microphone, I'm so sorry. How are you doing, Elisa? Good morning, I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, I was on the phone with Jennifer. She's been out of commission for a couple of days, and today was the first day for her to call, and she had no idea I was doing the show today. But um, we're, we're, it's, it's crazy. We're getting so big, and it's still just the two of us running the background that we don't know what's happening some days. But we take a break and we take a minute and we just pause and say, okay, well, this is good. This is good. So um, we have some callers lined up. So did you want to give us a little lesson today and jump into the callers? I've got one, two, three, four people right now. Let's jump into the callers real quick. Let's rearrange it today and then see what their questions are. We'll be on that. Okay. Excellent. I'm going to bring in this first one. I don't know who you are, but what is your name? Uh, Michelle. Where are you from? Uh, Florida. Okay. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I think this is the first time I've called you. I don't know. I think you called once before and we couldn't make the connection for some reason. I keep a, I keep a record of who calls because um, we like we like to know where everybody's from and and things like that. But um, yeah, welcome to the show. Remember. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, back in back in May. Hello. Oh, I may have. <laughs> yeah. So around your energy field, I see a lot of changes going on right now. And kind of like reflection and thinking and processing, but not really having a direction of which way to go yet. And you're kind of needing this little nudge and push to step into what you really want to do with yourself, but you're kind of holding back from doing it. Is that correct? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, What else do you see? I see you want to take a step in a direction to do something for yourself, but you're hesitant about doing it. It's like your heart wants to do it, and you're holding back from doing what you desire to do, feeling like you don't know if it's going to work or not. It's kind of like hesitation around your energy field right now. 
Oh, well, there's a lot, of hes- a lot of hesitation with my youngest daughter, and she's got a lot of characteristics from her father, and it's like I don't know which way to go because she's very vindictive and to the point to where she's going to have me arrested for slander because I questioned her, was she doing drugs? And any good mother is going to question their daughter if you think they're doing drugs. Is you she know, young? And I, is she under 18? No, she's um, 22. And, uh, but anyways, it's like I don't, I don't know what to do anymore because she's got her dad's personality, and you know, I'm tired of trying to prove to myself. Her father took her away from me at a young age and went to Hawaii with her. So he raised her, and I didn't. And but anyway, it's kind of a long story. But it was the father that was doing drugs, and now I feel like she might be doing drugs. But I could be totally wrong. But it's really weird that she's lost all this weight, and she's always been on the chubby side her whole life. You know, sometimes we can only offer our assistance and guidance, and are prepared for them to get the help that they need. But once they're a certain age, they have to kind of find their own way. And, you know, we all know the repercussions of making a poor choice. It always comes with some kind of consequence. But at the same time, their lessons are their lessons. And all we can do as a parent is to offer assistance in guiding them for their, you know, what's for their highest good and hope that we make some imprint in their heart that they're going to make that choice to stop doing what their choices are to hurt themselves. But that's where that self-love comes in, and that's where that reflection comes in of of kind of mending those broken energy lines of self-worth and doing that, you know, well, I'm they... Scared. I'm scared to even talk to her because she has gotten a point where anything I say, she's very manipulative and controlling, so if I say anything to her that she doesn't like, she's threatening to have me arrested. So it's like, okay, maybe I should just not even talk to her anymore. And it's like, it's really sad because I want to be close to her and because he took them years away from me. You know what I mean? Yes, and maybe possibly write her a letter and do it from your heart. Allow her to receive that. But then again, it's not, it's, it's, you can only do what you can do, and then it's their choice to make it, make that happen or not make it happen. You know, there's a, probably a lot of resentment is kind of coming to me over the years of maybe you not being with her and her not being with you, whether the circumstances allowed it or not. And that's some healing that needs to be done for her and for you. But as far as, like, her choices, those are her choices, and... You know, all we can do is give the offering and the caring, and they have to make that choice. It's it's not easy to stand on the sideline though and watch your child, you know, who you care about make choices that are doing harm if that's the case. But at the same time, that's her choice, and that's what she's choosing to do. So if, if she was younger, you'd have more, you know, a little more control over you know, which way you want to bring her. But right now she is on that path to figure it out for herself. And I would just suggest send a lot of love and put her in a lot of light and prayer and guide her the best you can. 
you know, you could also just do it without actually being in her energy to send out love and compassion for her to find her way because prayer does work. And, it, you know, sometimes when people make choices and they fall down real hard, hopefully it's not to end their life, but to fall down real hard, they come back up and they see, you know, stand and see that this isn't working anymore. So, you know, I because it's so deep and there's some deep wounds right now, it goes, the surface of reaction is, is there because there's a lot of hurt. So hurt people are going to hurt people, and that's what's happening right now. There's this back and forth going on. But the direction for you to take is to just step into your heart and just guide her the best you can as a mom. You know, even if it means writing a letter or just putting your, your thoughts to paper because she will receive that one day when she's ready. And she may not be ready, but that's on her. Right. It's like no matter what I say to her, she finds fault in it or, you know. Leaving it with with the anchor. There's a lot of emotion there that she holds. And then when you're self-destructing, it's it's true that she is doing, you know, chemicals to bring herself down. Then she's not in a space of uh, a positive frequency anyway. She's, She's falling down. So if you're coming at her with a lot of love, she's going to push it away right now. Just hold space and prayer. That would be my suggestion for you. And, you know, somebody along the way is going to show up in her path to give her the messages that she needs. And it might be you. But, you know, you never stop trying for your kids, right? You have to keep keep going and, and praying that they're going to be okay. And that's all you really can do from the sidelines. Okay? Okay. All right, my dear, well, put your focus on you, too, because there's a lot that you need to be doing for yourself right now and stepping into your heart path. That's what I see. Okay. Okay, you're holding yourself back and getting caught up in all that drama. It's too exhausting for you. So step back it and, is. and just allow, allow yourself to do what feels good for you right now and you know, offer, give the offering. You know, I would never give up on your kid. Give the offering, but you're not to, like, lower yourself to be in her life, and that's what's kind of happening. In order for you to have her, she has to pull you down, and that's not that's not a healthy situation. Stand in your own love and your own heart and do your life for you right now and put a lot of prayer out there that she sees, okay? And one day... One day that will happen. That's the awakening. You know, they're all growing and learning through uh, their experiences, too. And she's still young. Yeah, she is. If I can add one thing, Gail, um, you know, you said that you, you, your daughter said that she would call the police on you. But if you're not doing anything to harm her, there's nothing the police can do but come check it out, and talk to both of you. Uh, because I questioned her, was she doing drugs? And then I told my husband, and my husband told the mother-in-law we thought she was doing drugs. So she's accusing us of slandering her, tarnishing her image, and she's going to take me to court for slander. I was like, oh, my God. Um, that's, you know what I mean? That's crazy. I mean she's, not, she's not a celebrity, is she? No, she thinks she is. 
<laughs> Unless she is a public personality, there's not really any basis to her uh, accusation. She's trying to scare you. And yeah. as long as you know that you've done nothing outside of loving her, don't don't let her gaslighting and tricks bring you into her light. I've been there. I've I've, I've had family do that to me. It hurts. I know what you're going through because you know I told you've her, done wrong. I, mean, I told her, I said, a loving mother is going to question their daughter if she's doing drugs. And I think I think any mother would talk to their husband about it. You know what I mean? Well, you well, know, I, I, okay. right. You know, but there's a reason why why your radar's on, so you know that something's not right, and you're questioning. And as a mother, you will question because you care about your child. Right. So it's one of those things where all you can do, though, is you know, stand in, in prayer and give her, a, you know, the best advice you can, which she's willing to receive, and then let go and let God, because it will take you down and it will make you lose yourself. And that's how we become enabling because we fall into that pattern of, yeah. you know, wanting to elevate someone up who's falling down and making those choices to do that. And that's not a healthy place to be for someone who's who's wanting to be in the help and love, you know. It's, it's very Yeah, well, I thought about not even responding back to her because she's taking everything out of context and trying to manipulate. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well... The best way to not let her manipulate is just not even respond back to her because she turns You're, everything around and it's like, oh, my God. That's let taking go, the high road. Love. Yes, let go and, and send love. You know, when when you put a – you could take her picture and put a prayer altar in your house and you could ask Archangel Michael to please protect her and protect, you know, protect her from harm and keep her safe and allow her to see the truth, but – what I have always learned, and this is what someone had told me a long time ago, is we all come here to learn lessons. And when one of, even if it's our child and they have to learn a lesson, if we interfere with their lesson, then they end up having another lesson that sometimes becomes way harsher than the one they're on right now. So it's about standing there and putting prayer out there to keep them safe, to allow them to see the truth and love for themselves. And, you know, step back and work on you right now. Because when you let go, that behavior, if that's what she's really doing, will bring her to places where she's just continuing this fall. And she might end up in jail. She might end up in a hospital. She might end up, there There just comes, you know, consequence with their choice. So Yeah, about, I'm scared she's going to end up in oh, jail because... Uh, she's stealing, and I confronted her. Sometimes that's huh? the awakening. Sometimes that's the awakening. So it's about allowing her to go through her own lesson. It's her lesson. She's making the choice. If she was in a destitute place where she was on the street and there was nothing that she did, like she just, you know, didn't, she lost her job and she had a struggle, and of course you're going to help her. But when somebody's making a choice that's not for the highest good, the best way to handle it is to offer your guidance and love and allow them to receive it or not, but step back and put them in a lot of love and prayer to keep them safe because it's the hardest thing to do, but the only other choice is to enable the behavior because 
you'll end up losing yourself and energizing her negativity by falling into that space with her. Do you see how that works? Yeah. So if she texts me again, what do I say? I so I don't engage in, in, the, in the manipulation. You can say I love you. I would just say I love you, and I just want you to make the best choices, and really your choices are your choices. But as a mother, all I can do is be concerned because I don't want anything bad to ever happen to my baby. And that's all I can do. And say, but you have to make, you're making those choices. And I'm here when you're ready. And that's all you can do is hold that space for her. Stand in that love. Because it releases you from being in the pain. Because when you fall into someone else's pain, they're going to pull you in. And then you're going to lose yourself. But put her in prayer. That will give you a lot of strength right there. Is to put an altar together with her picture, some candles, Archangel Michael. As for, you know, your daughter to be safe, to make healthy choices. Because prayer is very powerful. Energy can be shifted through prayer. We can shift it in an instant. Absolutely. Okay? So it's about stepping back and just allowing. Sometimes people have to see for themselves. And we, as much as we see from the outside as a mom or whoever, you know, a friend or whatever position we play, when we care about somebody and we watch them fall, it's not easy to stand back and do nothing. But at the same time, when we get involved in that, if we engage in negative behavior like the manipulation and the, you know, words that are attacking and all that, then we become part of that energy of negativity exchange, and that's not healthy. So you're actually putting out there the boundaries of healthy right now of where you stand in yourself and where it's going to be okay for her to step into your energy. She has to come up and make better choices. And that you'll always be there for her. But you're not going to engage in that lower vibration because it'll take you down. And then it becomes the whole family will fall. All The best advice I could give you is hold a space of love and just hope that they see. You know, they're making the choice. Somebody who wants to choose to do something wrong with somebody, well, they turn around and blame you for it. Well, you made me. No, I didn't make you. You chose to do that. So, you know, but people make choices to try to help their their pain by adding more pain. So when they shift it themselves and add something good to their life, they're going to start to come up and they're going to start to realize that this is not healthy, this isn't working. And in order for me to have all these choices of negativity, I lose my family, I lose, you know, whatever, all the stuff that I, I really want doesn't exist for me. So they have to make a choice, and so do you. We're not here to, like, control their people. Yes, ma'am. Okay, right now it's about putting a lot of good into your energy and staying focused on you. And, you know, when you hold space, they do turn around and see one day. 22, they're still growing. At 25, they start to get it. But then they have to go through in their 30s, they're processing through their stuff. And it's just, it's, look, it's a cycle. We've all been there. And then one day they wake up and they're like, wow, 
I did a lot of things I probably shouldn't have done. That's how we learn. Yeah. Just put her in protection so she doesn't have to learn with, you know, feel the, what did someone once say to me? Let them feel the thorns of the rose bush to get to the rose. Yeah. And if you interfere, it's just going to be a harsher lesson because you might save her this time. You might push her this time, but then she's going to still make those choices. It might be a worse choice up ahead. Um, okay. I know you. I know you have other callers, and I just wanted to ask one more time. I was going to write it down. What you said I should say to her about um, her choices and how to respond to her because everything that I say, she she manipulates and tries to find faults. I'm trying to think of a way how to respond to her that I'll just pray for her or and. In other words, how to keep out of the drama. I love you. I'm your mother, and I want you to make the right choices, and I'm just concerned for your safety. And I'm here for you when you're ready to make positive choices. Right. That's all all you can do. Yes, make positive choices. Because if she writes back and starts saying anger towards you or whatever, then it's about, it's okay, just don't engage past that point. But speak from your heart. Using your your truth about I I I, because when we say something like you you you, then people get on the defensive. Yeah, I love you. I care about you. I want you to make positive choices. I'm your mother. Of course, I want to protect my baby. But you know, it's your choice. It's your life. You have to learn some lessons. And it's hard for me to watch you fall down. But sometimes, you know, all I can do is be concerned and I'm here when you're ready. That's all. Okay? okay. Thank you so right. much. You're welcome. We'll be, we'll be praying for her and thinking about her and holding her in love and light because, like Elisa said, we a lot of us have been there with our children and uh, we came out on the other side. So it does work out sometimes. So I'm going to go to our next caller here, and that is going to be, if I'm not mistaken, David from California. Am I right? Hello, this is David, yes. Hi, David. Welcome back. Thank you. Well, my situation is totally the opposite. And to give you an example, um, my, my mother had some mental health issues, and she was fairly abusive when I was growing up. And Anyway, um, there was, there were times where we wouldn't talk and then we would, you know, she would apologize and we would come back together. Anyway, about 15 years ago, she was screaming and yelling into the phone at me, hurling obscenities about everyone in her life and all the horrible things they were doing to her. And I just said, and I, I was crying. And I just said, listen, there's nothing I can do about this. You're always going to find fault with people and I'm sorry, but I really can't listen to this anymore. And in tears, I said, I'm going to hang up. If you call back, you know, with something positive, say, let's do it. And I hung up the phone, and I never heard from her again. So for 15 years, and she took my entire family with her. None of them have ever spoken to me again. And I had a best friend for 20 years. I spoke at her husband's funeral. I carried his ashes. I entombed his ashes. I inspired her 
to write her best-selling book. She credits me with the book. Wow. And What's the name of her book? Well, I'm not, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to drag her name into it. Okay. Um, but I, she literally sent me a link by her book where I'm, I'm the front first page is her thanking me for inspiring her in her life. She wanted me to buy it. So I sent her an email saying, that's really low rent. I actually paid for your husband's funeral. I have, you know, done nothing but be a great friend of yours, and you want to charge me $18 for a book? And she went away, and I've never spoken to her again. My best friend for years, because I called her out on that one thing. Anyway, it's not a poor me situation. I'm a big boy. I can take care of myself. But I've literally run out of people. I mean, they've all gone away. Like, I call out people and say, this isn't working for me, and they they disappear. They were never there. And I don't even think I'm doing anything wrong, but I'm kind of at the point where I'm wondering, what am I supposed to be doing here? Because I'm sitting here in my beautiful condo looking out over the Pacific Ocean, and I have nothing to do today. Um, you're the only person I'm, people I'm going to talk to. And I'm kind of, my life doesn't seem to have a lot of purpose. You know, people show up for a reason and a season, right? Even family. People come, people go. And it's really not about making life about all of them as it is making it more about yourself to go do what you love to do. And it's that one person that shows up and gives you a message. And it's about getting outside, going for a walk, being in a place where you can feel, you know, comfortable, peaceful, because you never know what's going to show up. And we were just talking about this actually yesterday. We took a road trip to St. Augustine. And it's a two-hour drive. And I had to go and pick something up that I had created for a gift for the holidays. And we were meeting people just walking around St. Augustine and people were just stopping and speaking to us and sharing stories. And we were just saying how had we not gone on this journey today, we wouldn't have met those people. We wouldn't have had that experience. And we wouldn't have received the gift that I had created either, which was beautiful. So it's one of those things where we're all here to walk alone We're all here born alone. I always say we're born alone, we walk alone, we die alone. But there's a lot of people who show up on the journey, and some are going to fall away, and some are going to stay with you. But it's about aligning with people who are aligned with you and your moral compass to where you have fun, where you can enjoy the journey with them and the experience. And, you know, even if you have to do it alone. Sometimes the way we've been used to doing things could be different this time. I'm going through it myself, and it's okay. Because I wouldn't have had these experiences had things not been different. It would have been the same old routine year after year, holiday after holiday, day after day, whatever it is, of feeling an obligation to certain people instead of just living my life doing what was best for me. And this is what I tell people. What is, when somebody makes you feel that you are not worthy or that 
there's this conflict and conditions to be in a life, that's when it becomes unhealthy. Because you don't have to change who you are to be with other people. It's about stepping back and looking at it from your own eyes and taking the responsibility from, well, maybe I am, you know, doing this pattern over and over again. What are people coming to show me? What is it I have to work on in myself that these people are showing me that keeps cycling around, just changing the people? So, yes, there might be something you're to be observant of. Same time, maybe observe where you are in yourself, you know, and where you hold yourself because you might be bringing in people who are not there with you on that frequency. It's, it's more of a self-observation and processing, reflection. You know, and we are accountable for our own behaviors. It's just like the first caller and it's her daughter. Well, her daughter's making her own choices. We all do. And whatever choice we make, it always comes with an outcome. So if it's not for your highest good, or maybe it is for your highest good, then just step back and reflect on what is this pattern of cycle and behavior that I'm doing that's creating all this to continually, you know, showing up in with different people. And maybe there is something you're supposed to shift within yourself, but only you can do it. You know, people can't control us. We have to make those choices. And sometimes it's best not to even engage with those people. Just step away and open up for new people. So that's what we're kind of all going through right now. It's like this filtering system of what's healthy of our patterns and behaviors of the past and what's not. And then kind of navigating life to where you feel that it feels good. But what my suggestion to you would be is step outside and start meeting new people. And instead of thinking that they have to stay with you a lifetime, just Live in that moment, enjoying the experience right there, right now. And deli- and those people deliver us messages. And when you really, like, pay attention, you start to see they might come to you and say, you know what, this is something that you're saying to me and it really hurts my feelings or, you know, totally inspiring for you. So it's it's more about just being the observer to your own life. Because yeah, I sit in meditation. For, I sit in meditation for several hours a day. I am the most self-reflective person, and no one would ever accuse me of saying unkind things to them. I mean, that's just not who I am. I am gentle well, and generous beyond belief. Maybe you're Pardon? too big for them, David. Maybe you're too big for them. You know, when you when you really do self-work and you heighten in this frequency, normal people that haven't done the work yet. They have to go through their process I, as well. Yeah, I understand that. But what I'm saying is this has gone on for years, and, and I have homes in a lot of places. I, come, I meet a lot of people, and they all go away. And this has been going on for years and years. And this is not a poor me thing. I'm, I smile, and I'm kind, and I'm friendly. And they take what they can from me and they go away. And, and I, I don't wish them poorly. And I move on and I start over every single day. But this has been going what on are for they years. From, well, what are they taking Pardon? from you? What do you, feel, what do you feel they're taking from you? They're taking, well, I mean, a lot of them take my generosity. 
because I'm actually, I have oodles of money and I'm financially generous. And so a lot of people will take a gift or take a dinner and then just like literally disappear. Um, a lot of people have come and stayed with me and then said thank you and I never heard from them again. So did you ever think of just because, okay, when you have enough of anything, it's more about you holding healthier boundaries for yourself. I'm sorry? Because when you, when you are holding, you know, when you have like all this abundance, okay, it's about reflection of your own healthy boundaries of gifting. Because sometimes we gift, and if you're doing it with an expectation, then you're going to have a disappointment. Gifting truly from your heart, then you know that you won't even think about it again once you've gifted it to somebody. So it's more right. about you. I understand that concept. That's not the point. But the point is that it, it doesn't bring me anything anymore. I've I've done it. I've done it. What wants to bring I've you though? Generous, what do you want I've helped everybody I could and I really don't know what to do and I'm just kind of I'm looking for a you know, a purpose for like being in body. I'm not trying to work out my psychology. I'm trying to figure out why I'm actually in a human body right now. Because I have nothing left to prove. I there's not another dollar I need to make. I've had sex with more celebrities than you can imagine. I've been to every five-star hotel in Europe. I've done it all. And I don't it's have any enemies. I don't have any, I didn't have any online fights. I don't, I've never been on Facebook. I've never been on Twitter. And there's got to be something more. It's something inside of you. It's something inside of you that, that needs some healing and direction, but there's also healthy boundaries. Because I have healthy we're not I, that's what we started with. I have healthy boundaries. I said to my mother, I can't listen to this anymore and I hung up the phone. I have the most healthy boundaries in the world. When people are being abusive, I say, Stop. I won't accept this and then they all go away and that's fine. I don't care. I don't want them in my life anyway. But my issue is not boundaries. It's about finding your passion and your love. It does, you're very fortunate and blessed to be able to have the freedom to go do whatever you want to do. But it's about I know. stepping into your truth of what is it you love to do without worrying about what people think. I'm not worried about what people think. I'm not worried about what people think. If I was worried about people, what people think, I'd call my mother and say, why haven't we talked in 15 years? I don't care. It's fine. She can be crazy and mean. I don't care. I let her go. You know, well, I thank you very much for your time. Thank you for calling, David. Okay, the next caller is Jessica from Pennsylvania. Hi, Jessica. Hey, guys. Nice show. Thank How you. you Things around you. Like all these doors opening for you, girl. Mm, you gave me chills. So hold tight because it's like I just see this big openness of so many possibilities. 
You know, it's, it's interesting because, like, I'm listening to, like, our last caller, and it's like when you when you have the freedom to do whatever you want and people don't know the direction to go in, it becomes like a lack because it's, it's limiting beliefs that I have all this, but I'm still not happy inside. What is missing? And it's about reflecting. And then you, we have these people who are just praying that opportunities show up are in the offering that they will have enough. And then somehow, some way we're gifted the enough to go do all that you ever dreamed of. So it's kind of like looking at things from both sides. And it's interesting because it doesn't matter how much or how little it's about the purpose and what we come here to do. That's fulfillment. And it's hard to explain to people because unless they are standing there understanding where to put yourself in the journey and have this self-fulfillment, it's like people are searching outside here to find a way to be happy. And I see with you, like, you've gone through a lot of struggles, and you're, but you're standing here, and the whole world's ready to open up and gift you. And so just hold tight. So it, it's coming. It's like right there, ready to explode. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I feel that, and I know that I've been working up to that, and um, I just do the best that I can just to stay in the present moment to receive it as it opens, you know, and and just a lot of, you know, when we spoke, I think it was last week, um, all this stuff opened for me that I started putting up more events of mine, and they started becoming more creative and and now I have things scheduled four days a week, and I'm trying wow. to I'm trying to stay out of the expectation of um, if people are going to sign up and this and that. And you know, I've been down these roads before, so I'm just being present and breathing through whatever emotions come up in my body, um, and just trying to do things different. Which a lot of times for me, I think, is just to those feelings again in my body rather than go into action, go apply for jobs again, you know, go, 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 go look for a, go look for a house again. Like, no, we're not doing that. Let's just settle. Let's settle. What is the anxiety coming up? People are having a lot of fun with you and they like being with you. Well, yeah, I agree with that. They haven't come to events yet. (laughs) Well, they're but this is what I'm seeing. It's okay. This is what I'm seeing. They're going to have a lot of fun. They're going to enjoy it. And it's about you staying just focused. You know, it's, it's putting yourself out there and not mm-hmm. allowing the roadblocks to hold you back. Yes. We all go through that. You know, the whole, everything's kind of being pushed to slow down right now. And it's about us pushing to keep going and keep going because, I just feel like everything's ready to, like, explode after the new year. It's just in a good way. Mm-hmm. So it's planting those seeds and, and putting yourself out there. And like I said, if that one shows up, it's one more than you had yesterday. Mm-hmm. And go and tell other people. And before you know it, you have people showing up and enjoying your presence. You know, it's just because you're there. And I just see good things for you. So stay focused. Your whole energy has shifted, even in your happiness. It's like you finally feel like, wow, I feel even it's like, what do they say? Fake it till you make it. And then all this good happens because you just kept going. 
you create what you manifest and create what you choose to create. You know? Yeah, but you know, the thing I haven't, I, I think about that happiness a lot because I am naturally these days very happy and it's, it's sort of funny or ironic because if you look at my life, it looks like, I mean, I've seen people judge me and I've felt them like, it looks like a mess, but I just, I, so I haven't even had to fake any happiness. I just see sort of the humor in it of like, okay, well, you had to make me go through these different living situations in order for me to finally fully step into my mission. I'll take that. You know, um, you know, then it was worth it. But, um, you know, so I just, I, I've had to learn just to be happy amongst all like the kind of chaos <laughs> of just not feeling st- stable at all with like career and with home and with everything and that now I feel these roots. Like I do feel stable in I, I don't know, just bouncing around all day long. I mean, I'm just hanging out at the supermarket today. Like, that's what I do. I just hang out in random places because I don't have um, a home right now just to kind of relax in. Normally, I would be home. That's what I used to do. I was such a homebody. Now I'm out and about all the time. I drive a million places. I, like, I'm a totally different person. But your energy is happy. It feels like it's it, positive and happy and go. It is you happy, like, Jay. <laughs> you're putting it in a forward motion, and so things are going to start flowing towards you right now because you put it into motion. Staying home is not going to get you where you need to be on the journey. you got to get out in front of people uh-huh. and be present so they see you. And, okay. You know, it's funny, it's like you don't know who's going to show up in your day-to-day. But when you go out there, you know, that that's how you get in front of people is by going out there. If you stay isolated and behind closed doors, you're not being present in front of people to be able to, you know, market yourself. And you can even just talk to one person and not even charge for it and allow that exchange of wisdom and connection. To say, look, I'm starting classes in the park. I'm doing this. If you'd like to come, information, let me know. I'm going to do it on, you know, whatever day you pick. And you just start there. Just plant seeds with people because people will start to come. It's called promote, promote, promote. I've been told to do that for myself. You know, just promote yourself. Get out there. And when people receive what your gifts are, they're going to keep coming back the ones that align with you. They said to keep going. So I know that you said not to pay attention to the housing thing, and I, and people have said that to me also before, just focus hello? on the mission. Oh, hello? Huh. Hello. Can you Hi. hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Can Elisa hear Alisa can hear. I don't know if someone else showed up. And we, we have one more caller waiting. I brought them in. It, yes. may, it may have made a little funny noise. I had to bring them in so that they get a minute with Alisa because if we run out of time, anybody yes, who's not already on the call won't be able to talk to her. Okay. Um, this this a place came up uh, on a farm, some farmland. And initially I was very excited about this. Uh, it's a twin home, so I'm going to be living with a stranger on the other side, which I'm not crazy about. Um, 
And I just am in the process of trying to like sort of knock that uh, opportunity out and actually bring in the house that I want. And I'm just wondering, when do you actually see me landing in the house that I desire? And is there going to be like a stopover first? I mean, I'll go wherever my soul takes me, but I'm sort of resistant to that. You know, next year there's going to be a lot of changes for you, positive changes for you, but it's not going to be till about April, May. Although I'm not always good with time, but I kind of see it in the spring. There's going to be new offerings for you. That's what I see, but I don't know if that's the house that you're going to end up in that's going to be more of a permanent stay. But I feel like that's when you're going to be, those gifts are going to show up in your life is around April, May. Right now it's about you building and building and building. And I guess kind of going where you're guided. You're kind of going in this, it's like you're in this path of being led Mm -hmm. by faith. Okay. And then once you stand in, in what your true power is, that's where I see opportunities showing up in your life, like offerings that you can maybe get into this home here. It's for rent, but it's possible for you to buy it. So that's what I always tell myself doing. doing. Yeah. Just stay focused on you doing you right now and bringing your gifts to the world because that's your key right there. Okay. 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 Stay focused on yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, my dear. Thanks. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'm sorry. Bye-bye. Yeah. Now, who did they bring in at the last minute before the show ended? (laughs) Hi, this is, this is Carla. Thank you so much for doing that. (laughs) Oh, you're welcome, Carla. Where are you from? I'm calling from New York. Okay. Welcome to the show. Thank you. This is my first time calling in. Um, I know I want to make sure you got in. I appreciate that. Um, You're welcome. Yes. So, Elisa, whatever you pick up, and then I could ask you a specific question. Well, I see you reinventing yourself. You're kind of going through this time where you felt like, okay, I'm ready for something new, a new chapter in my life. And... You're kind of, I think you're discovering newness about yourself, like what what it is you really feel that aligns with you now that you never really discovered in the past to be the truth. So I just see this newness or like an opportunity, more internal. And I don't know if you're, if you were reflecting on maybe I'll do like create something or bake something or bring something to the world or do something different than I've ever done before. But I kind of see you going in that transition within yourself to do something very different, but something that you really want to do. Does that make sense to you? It does. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if you think about it, you're going to put a block there. Don't think about it. Just listen to your heart. And go with your gut and put yourself out there to try the gifts that you've kept very silent for so long. Because this is what people don't understand is we're taught that there's only one thing we're supposed to focus on that we're good at in this world and just do it. When there's so many multidimensional 
properties to our being, discovering what we are all about in so many different levels. So it's like someone might be a dancer but never really danced or sing that never really sang or, you know, it's about the discovery right now. And you've, like, discovered this whole new you, and I just see a rebirth for you and this, like, feeling so good like your child again, your inner child's awakening, and you're, like, so excited to go play and just be in this newness of you. And I see really, really happy times ahead for you, like excitement and fun and just the people. I just see a rebirth for you on so many levels of you. Oh, that sounds so good. Uh, um, so, yeah, so uh, it's true. I mean, there's, I haven't been given the opportunity or I haven't had the opportunity for various reasons to really focus on me, and I have come to a point now where I'm um, trying to use my talents and abilities. And um, actually, there is a project I'm working on, and um, there are a couple of ways I can go about it. One is, I think, a little bit more traditional and one is perhaps a little more out of the box and I'm wondering um, what, what avenue I should take given the organizational structure. Do you have any insight on that? Like, I do. I see out of the box, girl. You, you're just a free, okay. Your energy and your gifts, like all your tools, you're such a free spirit, but your impact, okay, this is what I heard when you were speaking. Your impact on with your gift to the people is going to become, I think you're going to be blown away at how impactive you are on bringing this to people. Because I think in your head you're thinking, well, this might be something good, but it's going to be better mm-hmm. than this. It's going to really blow out of the water because I just see this openness around you. Mm-hmm. So I would just mm-hmm. say, think outside the box. If you want to do it where you start to put your toe in the water and kind of have more structure, but I, mm-hmm. I don't see you structured. I see you doing things a little bigger than that. Right. My goal is to go independent, Lisa, um, and I really want to do this um, on my own, start my own like consulting business. Um, I'm just hoping that this will be a jumping ground for me where people can see that, yes, I do have the ability to help and others. uh, You imagined. I see it bigger than you imagined. To step outside the box and just... Well, You have a lot of gifts. Oh, really? (laughs) I I feel I do, but I think timing, um, I've been told, um, I had a profound message from, I think, a very... um, Spiritual I timing. Go ahead. timing is now. Mm-hmm. Timing oh, is now. Okay. That's like mm-hmm. timing is now. So start planting mm-hmm. seeds with people. Start mm-hmm. putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. You know, have Perfect. an outline of what you're offering. Because that, that, that's exactly what I'm know, working on. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I, had, I had an executive um, come to me and she wanted to leave corporate America and do her own thing. And I just kept telling her, believe in yourself. You, you have all the tools to make someone else very wealthy. Why not do it for yourself? And so she did, she quit. She was like, you know, international and she quit and did something just for herself and to keep her directed. I just kept saying, focus on your gifts, focus on your gifts. Well, now 
she has built her little dynasty. And it took a couple years, but, you know, in those, the newness of something, it's very difficult to see where you're going to go by taking those little baby steps with those baby steps lead to so much more than you can ever imagine when you just believe in yourself. And, you know, when, if you can do it for a big corporation, you can do it for yourself because you're working for a big corporation, but you're, (laughs) you and your little gifted package is you have a lot to offer people. And I just see, you have it all covered. It's like you have all the bases covered. You've been doing this for a long time, but now you're putting it all mm-hmm. into something you want to do. Right. And directing the focus right. in your idea. Okay. It's like saying, well, I know how to cook, but I'm not going to work in a restaurant. I'm going to do, I'm going to create something a little bit outside the box to bring, you know, all the blessings of food to people. And then you think of this great idea. That's kind of what I see you doing. Mm-hmm. It's like you have yeah. the tools at your way, okay? And that's great because people don't aren't doing it your way. Not the way you're mm-hmm. going to be doing it. Does that help well, you? I, it does. Yeah, it gives me encouragement because I just, I don't think I'm going to be one of those great entrepreneurs and have it, you know, like with the example you were giving of this woman. Um, but I just want, I just want to be, available and you know offer my services and i don't expect it to i really don't have any expectation of it growing like into a huge business but just something i do part-time and just you know just take it as it comes bigger than you expected it's so funny because when you Mm -hmm. look when i look at my other client the expectation Mm -hmm. to be bigger was there because of her experience so it was about Mm -hmm. learning learning how to go smaller to become bigger where you're mm-hmm. right here starting out mm-hmm. and have no idea where you're going to go, but I see a huge bigness ahead for you. So it's funny. It'll be interesting to have you call back to the show and tell us. Oh, I will. I will. I really, really <laughs> appreciate the message and the reading. And thank you uh, to the host uh, for letting me. Um, oh, no problem. My name, my name is Mary, and I'm here every Tuesday with Elisa. Unless something happens, oh. and, and something, we're very flexible about this. Uh-huh. But I wanted to also add that, you know, you said mm-hmm. you weren't looking for anything big. And, you know, mm-hmm. you you have a bigness about you that you don't recognize right now. And oh. your your talent and your skills are going to affect people in a way that you cannot even perceive. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be uh, CEO of something as big as Starbucks or, you know, right, some right. grand, mm-hmm. glorious mm-hmm. conglomeration. Mm-hmm. Big for you may be small for someone else, but it might be bigger mm-hmm. than anything you've ever done. And right, and you right. you go you start where you are and just see where the universe takes you, and you're going to be amazed. Wow. Oh, you, you gals have made my day. <laughs> it, it, this has been so long. I, I'm, I'm, we're, we're day makers. That's what we are. <laughs> they focus. <laughs> you focus on your really, oh, I, I, I'm so glad I found you. I mean, I, <laughs> I really, really appreciate it. I am going to keep in touch and 
share yes. and let you know how it evolves. Thank you so much. Thank, um, you, thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome, Carla. Did you just scroll around and find us on Blog Talk? Yes. Yes. yes okay. That's what I did. I'm always curious how people find us. Yes. Um, yes. I, I want to invite you to check out our our company. Our, it's a nonprofit, BeUnique.org. Um, there's okay. so much more to what we do, and that's how we found Elisa. We we created a you know three two friends of mine created a nonprofit, and we started doing the show with Elisa more than a year ago. Oh, okay. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we we started out doing it. I think about two years ago, wasn't Elisa on Thursday nights? Yes, it's been a while. I think and, it's even longer than that. It may it may have been closer to three years, but we were just doing once once a month, just bringing Elisa on as a guest, and she started sponsoring the show, and she's just been a fabulous cheerleader for all of us. And now we have this show that she does. You know, it's, it's her show. I'm just here, kind of in the background managing the phones. Oh, but it sounds like you have some psychic intuitive abilities as well. <laughs> I do. Um, I know stuff without knowing how I know them, and and it's okay. I I cannot. I my gifts are not like Elise's. I can't just sit back mm-hmm. and um, let it flow. You know, call, call in the spirits, but I I know what I know, mm-hmm. and I know that your your heart is bigger than you're even willing to admit. Oh, but that's a good thing. Well, it it is. Like I said, I feel really, really uh, blessed to have found this um, show, and I'm grateful to you, Mary and Elisa, for the messages today. And it, it You're just welcome. gives me motiv- motivation to keep going. <laughs> Thank you so Can't much. Can't wait you, to today. hear how it turns out. I'm yeah, excited I for you. In touch. Oh, thank awesome. you so much. Well, Thank that you brings us yeah. definitely to the, to the end of the show. We've gone overboard, and that's good. At least that I do a lot. We go. Have a good day. You too. Thank you both. Lisa, we'll talk, and um, I'll make sure that you've got the link to the show because I know you always like to have these really good ones. And we'll be in touch, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Transformational Tuesday with Intuitive Healer, Lisa Nicole. Every Tuesday, Elisa gives many readings to callers at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Visit BeUnique.org to learn about all our episodes and podcasts. That's B-U-N-E-K-E dot org. If you want to schedule a one-on-one visit with Elisa, text or call her at 407 432 Again, that's 407-432-7088. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton, and I am grateful that you call today.